Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part six in our conversation on burnout. We hope you enjoy. That becomes the main thing of, I have to, like, I have to work to be loved instead of I work because I am loved. Yeah. Two way different things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if I work because I know I'm loved, then I can work in a way that is, that is at a good pace. And that's joyful. If I'm working because I'm trying to prove that I'm loved or prove that I'm lovable, it's often compulsive and tiresome and exhausting. Mm. Yep. I'd like you to nice. riff on the second one because you've talked about this a lot lately, but they talk about how, how in order to be healthy and not get into a place of burnout, we have to move from a place of being idealistic to being realistic. Mm. I think, yeah, I, I have talked about this an awful lot uh, because, my, because my reality for a long time was hyper-idealistic. And, and what I mean by that is the picture I had, that I have had painted in my, in my head of, what, of how things should be is not something that it's not real. It's not a reality and it's not attainable. And that used to be motivating because it, it, it's kind of like if everything would be better if these 55 things happened yeah, and 54 of them are impossible. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like fighting for something that's never going to happen. But knowing that if someone actually did one of them, then things would be, things would be better. That's not sustainable yeah. at all. Like it's not, it, yeah, it's not, it's not a way to live. And I think being idealistic the way I was, the way I have been, and still am in a lot of ways, is dangerous if there isn't honesty with myself. And I think I've been wrestling with what it means to be realistic because I'm, I am realizing that I have become more and more honest with myself than I ever have been. Yeah. And there's an amount, there is an amount of like mourning, like, like M-O-U-R in mourning sadness when you when you realize that you've put so much energy towards something that's not attainable because there's been like casualties to it there's uh <laughs> like friendly fire where i'm going after something that's not real um that i can't even describe and people are getting hurt because i'm putting this not real thing ahead of the relationships with my wife my kids the people i directly work with yeah uh, myself. So being more honest with myself doesn't mean that I am like trying to find a, a good example. Kind of saying, I, I mean, I'm I can going, think of one. Yeah, go ahead. Like for me, I mean, just a small example is I, I was dealing with, like, again, some of the descriptors of burnout that we talked about a minute ago. Like, for example, emotional weariness, scattered thinking, agitation, whenever in my idealism would look like, man, I'd go into my week and I'd, I'd put like my to-do list for the week as like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not dumb. Like I've been working for a, for a while now, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got some, some, some work under my belt here. And I guess my point is, is like, I would just put way too many tasks for the week than were physically possible. And what, what, 
And that's idealism. And what that would do is it would set me up for being just disappointed and agitated because I'm like, I'm not getting to everything. And so what I would do early on is like, I would just, I would, okay, I got to keep going because I got to get this list done, you know? And it's like, I was setting myself up for constantly being frustrated because my expectations were not realistic. That's idealism. Mm. You know, and we all do that sometimes, but I think idealism is we're in like a constant state of that. Yeah. We're constantly thinking that that we can do way more than what, what we can do. Yeah. And it's not bad to dream and it's not bad to hope, but that's not hope. That's idealism. And idealism is is we're constantly thinking and believing that we can that we can accomplish more than we can. Yeah. And it's I guess, so yours was connected to schedule, like a weekly schedule. Yeah, yeah. But that mine, was example. Yeah, no, that is a very good example. Mine was connected to like rebuilding communities. Mm. And like, there's nothing wrong with having a good schedule. There's also nothing wrong with wanting to create healthy neighborhoods or healthy, just safe communities. But if the goal or idea of having the perfect work schedule and creating a healthy community and that's put solely on your shoulders or my shoulders. We're going. We're not going to be able to do it because there's those things are there. It's it's an inappropriate expectation to think that I and I alone can make a healthy neighborhood. Can yeah, you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna fix the west side of Columbus. Yes, all by myself. <laughs> there's always something to do, and so that feeling of always something to do never goes away because it will never go away. And so that if, yeah, and if that's true, then that means it's disappointment every single day. I didn't, I didn't meet the goal. If I only did a little bit more, if I, and then once I am, once I've exhausted the sacrifices that I can make, and I'm still haven't reached that goal, well, then the next logical step was, well, then other people need to sacrifice for my expectations, and I don't even list that, and then I'm disappointed in other people. I'm disappointed in the ex the and then here and this is like the the crazy cycle of of those of having idealistic dreams is then once we realize that it's just like man I have this inappropriate expectation of other people which is wrong and I've been feeling feeling unhealthy like, or anger towards them and so then I'm angry at somebody and realizing that that's also wrong so that's another reason for me to be upset at myself I just need to work harder to be a better person. It's just, it is a crazy cycle. And there's well, nothing yeah. like, and, and again, but it goes back to it. There's nothing wrong with wanting a good neighborhood. There's nothing wrong with wanting a, a, a really good schedule to get more stuff done because they, those are good things. But we, be, we make these good things the most important thing. And that's, that's where the mess, that's where the messiness, the problems start. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part seven in our conversation. We'll see you then.